Right on radio. Right on radio. Hello, Patriots. Welcome back to Patriots Perspective. Today I have an awesome Patriot with me, Nurse Kimberly, all the way from Hawaii. And by the way, Kimberly, do you know that Hawaii is one of the places I have never been? I did not know that. You need to come. Not yet, but come. Okay, not right now. I know. One of my friends actually keeps coming to Hawaii, and he is, by the way, uh, tourism is huge there. And so I know that you guys have have been suffering a little during the pandemic. I don't even call it a pandemic. I call it a pandemic because that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who still doesn't believe that there is a pandemic out there, just go to COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, the person who runs your World Economic Forum. Because I'm going to keep repeating that until you all really believe it is a pandemic, not a pandemic. And Kimberly is here today, and she is going to share her experience of what really happened in the hospitals there in Hawaii. And tell us all about it, Kimberly. I am a family nurse practitioner here on Oahu, and I returned to Oahu in January of 2020. And I immediately got a job, um, and the nurse practitioner that hired me asked me if I knew anything about SARS-CoV-2, you know, COVID-19. And I said, no, but we have a lot of coronaviruses. So if there's another coronavirus, you know, we will lose people. And and that's sad, just like when we lose people for the flu. But I told her I wasn't concerned. And then someone obviously showed me the news, which I don't watch. And on the news, it showed what was going on in Italy. And it also showed what was going on in New York. And with my history being an emergency room nurse and ICU nurse, Um, working in acute care clinics, doing neurosurgery on the brain and spine as a family nurse practitioner, I was ready to pack my bags and go to New York if that's where the need was. As an ER nurse, you're exposed to meningitis, viral, bacterial, you're exposed to HIV, you're exposed to all sorts of infectious disease that you don't know what's coming in the door. And not once have I um, caught anything from any of my patients. But then all of a sudden I thought, you know, I'm not going to go to New York. I have to protect my own ohana. We are a melting pot here in in Hawaii and we have people from all over the world. So if it is as infectious as they're showing on the news, I went and volunteered my services to do the drive-through testing. I started off here. um, It was with Dr. Mishkovich's team. I started off here on Oahu. I went to Maui. I went, we flew small planes to Molokai. But I was the only one that quickly picked up that this wasn't right. Uh, They were telling us to wear our masks for the pictures. We were going in and out of each other's hotel rooms. Can I just stop you for one? Yeah. You said they wanted like you didn't have a mask on. We had a mask with we had a mask with testing while we were testing um, people as they were coming through. But for when we were done, we would have our masks off. And when they would want to do group pictures of us, they would tell us to put our masks on for the pictures. We were going in and out of each other's hotel rooms. So if this was as serious and as highly contagious as they're stating, then we should have been sick. We should have, some of us should have been in the hospital and some of us, some of us should have died. Did they have you guys sharing hotel rooms at this point, or or did you have separate hotel rooms? Um, it depended on the hotel, but at first the protocol was we had to be in our own hotel room, and then other people were sharing hotel rooms. Um, because they were basically, I've heard from some nurses that they were giving you guys basically a per night, uh, per diem, and you guys figured out really quick, or not necessarily you, but some nurses, some groups of nurses figured out really quick that there was 
nothing to really be afraid of and that you could easily pocket an extra hundred or two hundred dollars just by sharing a room because there was nothing to be afraid of even at that point. Is that correct? I mean, did that happen there? Our, our hotel rooms were covered for us. So we didn't have, because we were volunteering our services. We weren't even being paid. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So we were. Wow, uh, what a way to, <laughs> to just get you in as the act, as yes. the actor. Actor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, when you're a healthcare provider, I, I took the, you know, the Florence Nightingale pledge to not give a known harmful substance, right? To protect and serve. And I've been doing this since I was 18 and I'm going to do that until the day I die. And if I was willing to put my life on the line there to protect everyone um, to the best of my ability, I've done it my whole career. So to me, I wasn't afraid as long as I was going to be given the proper PPE, right? We use different PPP, PPE in the hospital, depending on what we're, are we going to be splashed with possible secretions? Is it a respiratory? We need to wear an N95. Um, people aren't aware that when you get hired in the hospital, you have to put a plastic tent over your head. They spray certain solutions into this tent and you're wearing an N95 mask. And if you can taste it within a certain amount of time, they have to switch your N95 mask and you have to start the process all over again to make sure that it's a proper seal. Um, as we know, these masks aren't appropriate that people are wearing. And some of them have filters where you're breathing the air in, but then you're putting all your secretions out. And, and then the ones with the scarf, it's just, it's amazing to see. Well, I'm happy. That, you know, regarding the mask, Yes. I manufacture products and a lot of fabrics and textiles. And yes. you know, when I am going to actually do the previews for textiles and everything, I am like, I, I can't even walk in the factory sometimes because there is so much ink and so much like just fibers like floating in the air. And so when I started seeing people putting on regular fabric masks and saying that they were going to buy textile fabric to put on their face, I'm like, you're kidding me. You are mm -hmm. kidding me. I can't even you like, like you, you shouldn't even like breathe in the particles. Yes. Some of those pieces, especially, you know, like I call it California. Uh, forgive me if you're in California, but it is California when it comes to your um, health as a whole and even your products, because the products going to California have a special licensee that you're not even supposed to have. But yet now they're telling people to wear it over their faces, Kimberly. So I was in shock when, when the, the whole textile mask came about and people were making the mask in their own home. And yes. then some of my manufacturers started sending me photos of where they were behind in making masks because there was such a demand for them that I actually have from India and China, mm -hmm. my manufacturers sent me photographs of people um, all, literally on the ground packing these yes. masks. I've seen those videos. And, and, the, and if you read on the box, it will say it's not for viruses, right? It depends on the size of the particle piece for a virus or bacteria. And the problem is the N95 have a horrific amount of chemicals in it, right? It's thicker material. So it has to go through a lot of barriers to try and prevent you from getting these particles. Just like when we have a patient with tuberculosis back in the 90s, when I had to wear an N95 mask to go in with my patient, I went in with one patient with a proper PPE. We were told to be only using them for right under a, an hour, right? Because of a safety for my own health. Um, we're decreasing the amount of oxygen our lungs are getting into our cells and we're increasing the carbon dioxide. And the thicker the, the sealant is to our face, the thicker the material, the more carbon dioxide that we're re-inhaling. 
So that's why people are getting headaches. They're getting nauseated. They're getting dizzy. They're having seizures. They're having problems with their hearing. They're having problems with their vision, difficulty breathing, muscle weakness, loss of consciousness. Yes, teeth because of the uh, bacterial infection, right? It's dark, moist environments. That's why we'll see staph. Um, when the body goes into a stress mode, because it sees this mask as a threat, the body's going to compensate to survive. So it will increase our blood pressure, it increases our heart rate, it increases our respiratory rate, it decreases our digestive system, it decreases our immune system. That's why you can see some people with, with uh, cold sores on their lips. And the body, the body doesn't need to digest food, and it doesn't need to fight infections if it thinks that you're running for your life. So what advice do you have of, you know, when people, you know, because, you know, here we're in Florida, you don't really have to wear a mask at all anywhere, um, ever, really. Um, matter of fact, my mom and I, you know, took a stand against it from the very beginning, because like I said, I can't even like put on, um, can't even walk into some factories because of the toxicity mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. fabrics. Um, so and when it comes to, you know, the people putting on these masks to drive, then yes. I mean, I mean, what do you even say to your patients, uh, uh, you know, who may be tormented or scared and thinking that, you know, they're really brainwashed by the media and, and really don't realize it. And I feel bad for them. Really, I do, because, mm -hmm. you know, it would be awful to be in that situation, to be so brainwashed, to think that you really need to protect yourself from yourself, even though you're breathing in more of yourself um, that you're not supposed to. Well, the, the thing is, is that we know our media is part of the agenda, right? They're being paid. So on the TV, on, in the newspaper, on the radio, all we hear is um, how scary uh, COVID-19 is. And so it is, like you said, it's, it's, it's a safety and it's a legality. We see the elderly with double masks. They have the face shield on. They have their gloves. They're the only one in their car. We have people here on mopeds. They're going into the ocean wearing masks. Wow. Um, you know, sometimes I'm able to educate people and get them to take their masks off, but there are going to be some of those people that we are not going to be able to educate. They are so, this is two years of being programmed and, and in fear. And so there will be people that will be dying. And if Dr. Fauci says, take your booster, they're going to lift up their arm and they're going to take it. Yes. So I've had to, you know, I've had to come to the realization that I can't save everybody. But no. right now, people are two years into this, people are starting to question another booster. I mean, look at for the flu. We have so many different straight strains, right? Because a virus mutates and actually it gets weaker as it mutates. But we only put three or four strains and we give it once a year. So people should be questioning, why are we getting boosters after boosters? If we get a flu vaccine that only covers three or four strains and they have to rotate it every year so it doesn't become resistant, why are we having, what's different? We can still get the flu. We can still give the flu. It's the same thing now. So why are we getting booster after booster? Well, let me ask you a question. So when you first discovered and you first kind of went through this little awakening process, um, did you, I, I come from a media background in terms of interior design, you know, it was my first career, I say. And then, you know, in order to promote your business, you had to kind of, you know, be in relation, good relations with the media. So then, you know, the next thing I know, I'm in media, then I'm in social media, then I'm on NBC News. Um, and, you know, when did you discover yourself that the news media is, the news media is also the problem and also the news media is also, not only are they the problem, but they're also the, the same people who own the news media 
also owns the pharmaceutical companies, owns part of our government, owns yes. this, that, and the other. When did you discover that? Um, in 2020, when I started doing the testing, I started having red flags, right? Especially when they started having us test asymptomatic patients. And so at that point, I thought, why am I testing people who don't have symptoms? That means their immune system's handling things okay. Patients come into the clinic to see me when they're symptomatic and I'm having to work them up. If someone was asymptomatic and came in to see me, I wouldn't check them because they don't have symptoms. Um, so I started questioning things at that point. And then I, I called our um, manager of our local lab and I said, wait a minute, something has to be wrong. Why are we getting all these positives for asymptomatic patients, people who have no symptoms? Is there any possibility of cross-reactivity with other viruses, bacteria, food, medications? I was looking for anything. I was told no. Then I called a private independent company and uh, on the mainland, I asked the same questions and I was told um, no, that there was no cross-reactivities. So then ironically, in you know, I kept having, I kept researching and digging into everything. And then ironically, um, in September, we had a Waikiki rally and I received a phone call from someone who works in the hospital that I'm friends with. And someone had asked her for a specific person they were looking for. And she said, I have the perfect person. She called me up. I went to the rally and that's the day on 9-11 of 2021 at the rally where we were silenced with, um, flashlights and everything, that's the day I 100% woke up to my reality and started digging deep. At that point, I started reading books on the Rockefeller family. I saw how they owned the oil and they bought, they made the stock so horrible, they were able to buy everybody out. I saw how they used the coal for the pharmaceutical industry. I saw how, just like the Rockefeller Plaza in New York, if you look behind them, there's Macy's, right? And then you learn about the social media, the mainstream media. You learn about Hollywood and you learn about the airlines and the education. And basically you have to look at, go up the, the food chain and see where this all starts and then go down. They, you know, the elite families around the world own everything. And it's not just an isolated um, event as we know, right? With the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, they prepared this. They did their mock code on a virus being a pandemic and they implemented it and the show's going on, unfortunately. And they're trying to divert us with all sorts of things, just like the Will Smith, his, his wife yes, doesn't have alopecia. A total that, diversion. A total diversion. We're, we're listen, constantly being diverted. And people don't see that, you know. No, it's so easy. I say, you know, like with, with PR strategies, because I've created a lot of PR strategies in the past. Fortunately, they were for the good uh, and for good people for the most part. Um, at least, you know, I didn't do too many for too long. <laughs> Let's put it this way. A lot of people's contracts didn't get renewed. But it's very easy to create distracting social media yes. content to get your mind away from what, what, what's really going on. For instance, I bet you a lot of people aren't hearing right now that it's my understanding um, that the Hunter Biden laptop even is now associated with some of the strains that have possibly come out of Ukraine. I mean, how much how much more intertwined can this situation get? Every time I think it can't get intertwined anymore, it does. And it's like a spider web that just won't stop giving. And to the point where people literally think, you know, even sometimes I'm like, this can't be true. I have to look it up for myself. Like right. I can't even believe you, you know, a friend of a friend. And I'm like, are you serious? And I've started sending people to government websites so that they can see for themselves, but yet they won't take time to read through right. the propaganda. 
for instance, the other really big one, you have grandchildren, and I'm not trying to mm -hmm. sway away from health here because I definitely want you to give the help, you know, any health advice that you can and want to. Uh, but speaking of more propaganda that we have going on this week in Florida is, I call it dizziness, Disneyland, Disneyland, um, where they are trying to do this whole woke thing in terms of Disney. They're trying to make it out like, you know, that that our governor is all about killing the LGBTQ, XYZ movement. And I say that as a joke because my friend Brandon Stratka actually says the same thing. They don't agree with the things that are going on. And um, most of my gay friends, and I have a lot of gay friends, so for those of you who would like to comment and tell me that I am, um, that I'm not for gay or I'm not for gay rights or I'm not for whatever you want, go for it. I have a lot of friends that are going to come back and bat you on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, parents of gay, I mean, so don't even think, don't even go there. Because yes. uh, this has nothing to do with race, gender, nothing. It has nothing to do with that. They're trying to distract you all for it. And if you are distracted by that, you are severely mistaken. And I highly recommend that you go and read the, the Klaus Schwab COVID-19 mm -hmm. degree reset because he tells mm -hmm. you exactly what they're planning on doing, just like Kimberly's saying. Yes. Because it's not a conspiracy theory. They put it out there. They have to put everything out there. Yes. And it's and it's, Kimberly, can you tell me about some of the, the situations in terms of, by the way, speaking of that bill, did you know that that bill does not even mention gay? All it is is we don't want our teachers to be able to have sexual um, conversations with K through third grade. I mean, come on. Do you really, right. you really want your third, you know, K through third grader to go and be able to like, you know, talk to their teacher about their sexual parts? No, I don't. I mean, I personally don't, I don't want my children or, or grandchildren talking to their teachers at all about it ever. Even in high school, I think it's totally inappropriate, but K through third grade, that's it. He's just banned them so that parents actually have some rights to, to go against the school system and the teachers, which we're very, very grateful for. Did you actually see that they started the sex education starting from zero to four years old? Zero to four years That's old. Insane. In Disneyland, I mean, they're banding saying boy or girl. For colleges, they have a slew, a list of what you can choose for what your gender is. It, it just blows my mind. It blows yeah. my mind. You can, you can, you know, you can literally make up your own gender. You don't have to even go within there. I think they're up to like the last time I looked, it was for some ridiculous number, like ninety-eight genders. I'm sorry, but you know what? <laughs> if you want to create your gender? I think you should actually create your own Olympics, your own this and your own that. If that's what you want to do, mm -hmm. go for it because right. that's what, you know that's what life is. And I'm sorry, but um, we were made um, in, in completely different than people want to think. And if you want to let these little demonic Satan things in your mind or in your children's mind, yeah, take them to Disney, keep it on going because that's, they, they're telling you guys at right now, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to inject it in movies, um, in the parks. And they're telling you not only are they going to do it, but they're going to secretly do it so that you don't really notice it. But your kids will. <laughs> well, and, and look at the move or look at look at the libraries, right? You take your child in for story time and it's a transgender in an inappropriate monkey suit or inappropriate and talking about sex to yeah. children that are little that can't even comprehend even a normal conversation. Yeah, I just exactly. it blows my mind. But they want them, they want the children to start playing with themselves and doing all kinds of things that are not natural and it's the behavior right. is not natural at all, so that they can sneak in and um do their whole pedophile movement. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, look at our judges. Look at the judges that are up for, you know, that are being nominated right now, all mm -hmm. to try to stop the pedo move, to stop the pedos from being arrested. But guess what? It's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. We already know it's not going to happen. So CNN staff. And it's just, it's amazing everyone that's out there and how they're all connected. The, even Disneyland, right? They're getting in trouble for having sex with minors. I mean, it's it's all over the place and it's there being was, exposed heavily right now. I think there was either 180 or 150 arrested at Disney. I've actually put it on my face, my Facebook wall and my Telegram. I think it was like 150 or 180 arrested in one day. So mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot more where that came mm -hmm. from. Um, you know, for those of you who don't already know, I, I'm looking to have Megan Walsh on. Um, I've reached out to her team. Um, that's John Walsh's daughter who has exposed what all they're doing and, you know, what her father's nefarious deeds are and who's really controlling him. And I would just say, if you're praying people out there, you know, pray for John Walsh, pray that like somebody just like gets in these people so that they can no longer do what they're doing. Um, because a lot of them are mind controlled. Yes. Uh, you know, Kathy O'Brien has come forward to say how they do it. Um, Jesse Zaboder has come forward to say how they how they um, mind control people in general. And it's all mind control. And mm -hmm. the moment that that we, you know, people awaken to realize that, yes, you can read your Bibles, but you also need to read what's in your Bibles and not mm -hmm. even the parts that you don't want to read, the nefarious mm -hmm. parts. Um you know, from the Nephilim on to, um, yes. on, on down, it's kind of, you know, it sounds like we're living in a fictional world, but the, the reality is it's real. We have to realize that we're here and we also have to realize that we have to keep our bodies healthy. Yes. And so Kimberly, I know you've got probably got some good advice of how people can, um, keep themselves healthy during this time and what they should actually do that maybe the, the, the great um, reset people don't really want them to know about. Well, there's, there's lots of things that we need to address from our cellular level. So for our immune system, our first line of defense is in our stomach. And that's why vitamin D is important because that um, protects our barrier between our stomach and the rest of our immune system. And if we are stressed and our digestive, our digestive systems decrease, we're not digestive, digesting our proteins properly. So then big particles are crossing that little thin paper thin membrane and, it's, and our immune system's attacking it. Um, so we need to make sure that our uh, vitamin D is elevated. But the thing is, is that they're putting these high amounts out and not having enough isn't good, but having too much can cause inflammation too. So before you start on these high doses of vitamin D, I would highly recommend going to your primary care provider and seeing what your baseline vitamin D is to see where you start. Um, unfortunately, our soil is depleted of nutrients and vitamins, minerals, things like that. Magnesium. We need magnesium to convert our vitamin D to its final form. Um, the plants aren't absorbing it. Uh, the animals aren't eating it. We're not eating it. So you got to go back to uh, making sure you're getting in enough um, magnesium. Obviously, vitamin C is important. Vitamin A is important. Um, zinc's important for our white blood cells. And if you're, it depends on your, your diet. If you're a vegan, you're going to have a higher copper than zinc ratio. So you got to make sure that those are in balance or you can have problems there too. Um, quercetin is a good anti-inflammatory. NAC is a precursor to glutathione. Glutathione is our most important intercellular antioxidant that gets rid of, yes, for bacteria. It deals with bacteria. It deals with toxins. 
Um, serotonin, um, our pineal gland makes, uh, converts serotonin to melatonin, and that's what helps us sleep. And at night, that's kind of like we're a computer plugging in. It's, it's cleaning health, right, and getting us ready to fight for the next day. So it's dealing with toxins. It's balancing hormones. It's helping us sleep, our circadian rhythm. It's helping to um, um, build white blood cells to get ready to fight for tomorrow. So there's a lot of things that are taking place um, while we're well, sleeping. What you said does this, Kimberly, because I've, I've not really, like, heard of it. Like, or maybe I'm not taking it. As far as the pineal yeah, gland making the melatonin? Yeah, but what is it? You, did you say there's a specific item, like a specific vitamin that helps with that? Um, you can take you can take a precursor of melatonin, which would be like 5-HTP, or you can eat food, right, like um, that make proteins called tryptophans. Mm -hmm. It breaks down into amino acids. These are all precursors. Um, I use a subli uh, sublingual glutathione because if a lot of times our stomach acid, if it's not, we want it to get past the stomach acid because if it's not in the right carrier form to get to our small intestines, it can be destroyed. So I use it just kind of like people who have chest pain and they put the sublingual nitroglycerin. Um, I do sublingual uh, glutathione. I do sublingual vitamin D3 because of my age. I also add K2 because that keeps our calcium in our bones, our, our progesterone and estrogen kind of balance our um, building our bones up and breaking it down. So, that, you know, there's so many interlinking, right? Our body works synergistically. It's not just one piece. It's looking at the whole puzzle of the body and, and, and especially individualized to that person's unique case. Right. So speaking of that, like, for instance, I would love to be able to do what you're talking about. And I have not even done this personally. What should I do and what should I look for in terms of a primary health, health provider that will take this approach rather than trying to go the big pharma approach? Well, you know, um, when I was doing the testing for uh, COVID-19, I was I went into functional medicine. So I just graduated as a certified health coach in functional medicine because I wanted to look for the root causes of patient symptoms instead of giving them a, a Band-Aid of a medication to mask their symptoms while, while things progress. Or we take out, we do a procedure or we take out an organ, but we don't want, we don't look why that happened, right? So um, I'm actually in the process of starting up my own business. I'm going to go down into a model of health instead of a disease model, right? Um, we need that now more than ever. Um, there's lots, I, I would recommend that, you know, there's Ayur, Ayurvedic medicine, there's, there's naturopath doctors, functional medicine providers. We all kind of have a different approach, but it's, it's based on the functioning of the body and the overall health model. Um, there, uh, we need to bind a lot of these toxins in our body too. So there's lighter binders like chlorella or cilantro and zeolite, bentonite clay. There's lots of different um, binders depending on the need of the patient. And I would highly re recommend seeing a functional medicine provider. There's amazing labs out there that can look at the um, cellular level, looking at the inside of the cells, how your nutrition is. It can look for leaky guts. It can look for, uh, we're looking for causes of, of inflammation. If the body's already dealing with food sensitivities and toxins and all this underlying inflammation, and now we add on a threat of a virus, it's hard for the body to be able to handle all these different things. And we, we get depleted very quickly of our glutathione. So it's really important that um, we make sure we have enough of that. So when, when people are searching for this, so they would just search functional medicine doctor yes. in their area. So that's the term that the search term that they should use, right? Yes. Uh, and then what can you can you give us an idea of what that functional medicine doctor should do at first? Like, you know, in other words, how do we know that they're on the right path? Are they asking for blood tests? Are they 
what are some of the things that like we should be hearing? Like we go for that first, um, we go for the first the consult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the consultation. So we should ask for a consultation. Then we should um, we should expect them to say, oh, they need X, Y, and Z reports. Can you give us some sort of an idea of what you think they should ask for? So being a certified health coach, um, unfortunately, depending on your background, a lot of certified health coaches aren't able to order these labs because I also am a family nurse practitioner. So I have the license to be able to practice to um, obtain these these different labs and tests and things that are available out there. Um, so other health coaches, I would do, I would ask your due diligence by asking if they're able to order labs. Um, are they able to prescribe, let's say, compound, compounding um, pharmaceutical medications and things like compounding pharmacies, right? Um, can they order um, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and things like that? Because if not, then you are seeing this this person and now you got to find someone else to do that. So I think it's really important to see what they offer and, and how much of a workup. Sometimes, you know, you don't, sometimes you don't even need all that. We are, we are um, getting exposed with toxic air that we breathe in, toxic water that we're drinking that's causing calcifications of our pineal gland, right? Um, we're, we're being fed toxic foods. We're stressed. Um, we're not sleeping well. Just the basics is where we need to go back to. And I can say from a personal standpoint, that's hard. These the, yeah, this food is like a drug, right? When you look at a CT scan, it lights up really bright for just table sugar compared to cocaine. Um, so you have to have a person who's willing to make that change in their life. Um, I'm interested in genetics and epigenetics. There, there's so many different things you can look at. You can look at the gut bi microbiome. You can look at the digestive system. You can look at uh, the thyroid, the adrenals, sex hormones. There's so much interplay and one affects the other. So what would, in terms of, in, like, after you've, they've ordered these labs um, yes. and, and, and like, what, what should people expect? I mean, obviously dropping sugar out of your diet, sodas, obviously those are basics that I think people know. Uh, if you don't already know, you should definitely not be doing white sugar and, mm -hmm. and sodas. But Kimberly, what else um, have you noticed that maybe some of your patients um, have, have done that, you know, maybe they weren't expecting? You know, well, like we really change their their whole, you know, Certainly. to change their life basically. I mean, this is this is such a life change yes. that that it's like not even funny. I mean, I know like when I was thirty four, um, I went through a divorce, and then at the same time, I changed my whole eating habits, and I realized mm -hmm. my face. You know, I have a round face anyway, but it was already like so puffy because mm -hmm. I was eating Chick Fil A like right. three three times a day, some days going through the drive-thru. I live north in, in North Georgia, going through the drive-thru. And I never realized that Chick-fil-A nuggets actually had white, um, white uh, powdered sugar on the nuggets. You know, I'm mm. thinking, well, you know, I'm just eating chicken, right? And it looks like mm. there's so little like on it. So you're thinking, well, they're, you know, even though they're fried or, or baked, you know, but they're putting sugar on these foods that you don't even realize. And so it's kind of like this hidden drug that I feel like they've they've kind of teased us with, and it is very hard to come off of. But when you do, it like I can't even eat that stuff anymore because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so sweet, it's awful. Like it just tastes so gross. And I know that's right. for people that are out there right now that are, you know, they can't even imagine something being too sweet because you know maybe right now it's not sweet enough to you, you know. Because, right. But coming off of it. Um, so when it comes to certain foods, are there, I mean, I know you're in Hawaii, the diet there is completely different, 
but um, I do. Are I mean, I, I've lived in Las Vegas, so I know that there's a lot of Hawaiians in Las Vegas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know that, like, you know, I would some of my friends. I've got a couple of Hawaiian friends that they would go through like some pretty hard times, really trying to lose weight because of some of the meats and diets that they were eating. Is there anything that you've noticed that maybe is like causing um, an issue with weight and and um, just health in general there or here that you may be able to recommend that other, other things that they could drop out of their diets right away? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first, we have to make sure we're filtering our water. Um, they're putting fluoride in some of the states and that causes a lot of damage. It's a toxin, um, obviously organic food. So if you can go to your local market, it's very um, local farmers markets and things like that and ask if it's organic. Um, it's very expensive for them to get that label. But as long as they're organic and they're local, I would rather um, put my money into them. Um, the, the food industry, the processed food, it's filled with lots of trans fats, um, pesticides, herbicides, the GMOs, the body doesn't recognize those proteins. Our, we eat a piece of chicken, our digestion breaks it, that protein down. Now it's into amino acids that transfers over that thin membrane in our small intestines. Now our, our immune system sees that. It's able to be taken up into our cells appropriately. It doesn't know what all this foreign processed foods are. That it doesn't recognize it. Um, so the big thing is eating things like healthy fats, right? When you're cooking, you shouldn't be cooking with um, coconut oil because it, uh, it has a low threshold for um, heating. So you need more like ghee or avocado oil and things like that. Walnuts look for like the brain for a reason. Our brain's made of fat and a walnut is a healthy fat. Avocados are a healthy fat. But again, it goes back to that certain person. What's, what's good for one person is a poison for another. So that's where you need, you know, we need to individualize patient care unique to that person. But I think focusing on the diet, just eating as clean as possible. If it looks like food, that's what we want to be eating. Um, some people, as we get older, we don't have the digestive enzymes um, to be able to break down the food that we're eating. We don't have the appropriate gut microbiomes that help us make hormones like serotonin and different things like that. Um, so I think talking to a functional medicine provider or someone like that who can talk to you about the gut, gut functioning, even in your regular labs, we, we can check a CBC with differential that will show me your red blood cells and your white blood cells. I can see patterns of chronic inflammation and different things where your primary doctor saying, oh, your labs are normal. Because as a primary care provider, mm-hmm. I'm looking for way high or way low. I'm not looking at the in-between, right? I'm not taught that way. Um, I can be looking at uh, CMP and I can be looking at your liver. I can see if it's sluggish or if, if it's too much inflammation. There, it's so wonderful to be able to see the progression. Um, diabetes didn't happen overnight. This has been happening, but your doctor didn't pick up on it until it was too late. And now you're trying yeah. to backpedal. Well, speaking of that, so how can, uh, when, when it comes to filtered water, if you guys are seeing yeah. me look down, it's because I'm taking notes as you're talking because you're giving so much information that I'm going to have to go back and even take notes <laughs> on this long video. But when it comes to filtered water, um, how can people, t- uh, do you know how they can test their own water or is there a test? There, there are. It's kind of, there are different test strips you can get. Um, you can also see if you like a lot of people will use Brita or things like that, right? Because it's cheap, but it doesn't filter out a lot. There's other Berkeley systems. There's more expensive systems. So um, it depends on the person's price range and what they have. Um, but yes, there is test strips. And also, if you put water into a container, you'll see the calcification, right? You see the hard white um, calcification on the top of your plastic. Um, plastics is another thing we need to discuss because plastics, what do people do? They put their food in, in their plastic containers, they put it in the microwave and they heat it up. 
Well, we have what's called xenoestrogens in the plastic. And so now all that xenoestrogen is kind of like a fake estrogen. Those are getting put into your plastics and now you're eating it. And what happens? The body stores the stuff in places. It will store lead in the bone. It'll store, um, you know, mercury in, in the brain. It will store xenoestrogen in your fat, like your adipose. The body's very amazing how it works. It's trying to protect us. Um, but then when people are losing weight, right, and they're not losing it on a safe way, all of a sudden they become symptomatic with the flu symptoms, and right? Because now their body's exposed to this big toxic load that their body was protecting them from and saving them and putting them and storing it. Uh, people can have fatty livers with their liver enzymes looking okay, and they happen to have a CT scan and it shows. Well, guess what? We see that you have a problem already. And so we can address that even though your labs look normal. Wow. So when it comes to the labs with a regular doctor, they're doing us absolutely no good whatsoever. All they're looking for is to put us on pharmaceuticals. <laughs> they're not doing anything in between because who owns the schools? Kimberly? Right. right. Exactly. The and they're, the yeah. I mean, that own the United Nations that. Yes. They own the media. That <laughs> we were we were trained in their system, unfortunately, and they took out they took out everything that's healthy, right? Because they don't. That's not what's going to bring repeat customers and repeat revenue. It's a great business model, but it's not for our health. And I can't, you know, after what I've seen these last two years, I sadly can't trust my profession anymore. And I don't want to be a part of a disease model. Why in the world do you go? My father had cancer. And I went to his his oncologist. They have coffee with toxic creamer and sugar. They're feeding yeah, they're, the, yeah. the fire. Look at look. They're not giving you smoothies, blended natural organic smoothies. Look look at the 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 um when you go into their cafeterias, it's all fried food. It's processed food. Not once do I ever see anything organic there. No. You have or... you have sodas full of high fructose corn syrup. Yes. It, exactly. It's just, it's very disheartening. And so I'm ready to transition into a health model. When I was 18, I was like, why am I not learning about the cellular level? Why am I not learning about nutrition? Why am I learning a, drugs, drugs, more drugs in the medical terminology? Well, as I went through my career, I saw why. Um, but, but you couldn't I, be a nurse. You could not be a nurse without the, without the university degree, without the title, which is even crazier that you have to have that certificate. You know, I know uh, a, a nurse um, here in Miami that is Haitian and she, you know, like really, you know, grew up with everything very natural and everything, but she comes here and she knows nothing that they're taught because, she, and she's like, it's absolutely just like not true. <laughs> like right. everything. Well, everything they're teaching. And she says, like, there's no way she wanted to be a nurse here in Miami because of that. She knew well, look at Europe. Look at the school in Europe. They're giving them healthy food. Oh, don't worry. We'll take your toxins that you're not you're not accepting in your state, your country. We'll take them in our, our country. It, it's yeah. very disheartening to see, you know, they've been harming us and killing us for a long time. And we have to be proactive for our health because no one else is going to. No, but, it has all. to be a choice. And yes, it's a hard, it it's hard to detox from all these chemicals and poisons that we've become addicted to. Our brain's been, it's highly addictive. Speaking but like you said, the palate adjusts. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and I think um, I saw an article that we, we basically take in a credit card worth of plastics yes. through our food and our body mm -hmm. um, every week. Yes. I mean, can you imagine eating a credit card? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you have a choice, you're not going to do that. If you know better. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, have you um, come across any of the medications or anything that have any heavy metals in them? 
um, such as like some of the the vitamins. Um, do you know anything about that? Maybe not. I mean, I just I, I want to say I saw some videos a while back, but I'm having trouble like remembering who it was that um, had posted them. And you know, I didn't do any research at the time to find out are they actually real. Well, and that that's what's frustrating me as a functional medicine provider now, right? Because I I dig deep into things. I want to see the servings. I want to see what's in those ingredients. A lot of times they'll put toxic binders in there, like magnesium stearate and silicone and, yeah. you know, things to make it clump together tablets that our body's probably not even breaking down. It's like, what is this foreign object, right? Um, so there are a lot of products out there that are supplements that they say are healthy, they're not healthy. And you have to look at the ingredients. And unfortunately, because it isn't regulated, they don't have to put all of that stuff on there, right? Yeah. I mean, look, even in our food, Lay's potato chips has, has you know, human cells in it for flavoring, right? And our sodas. Where do those, and where do those cells come from? Fetal cells. That's crazy. And and I didn't believe Lay's, it, right? I, want, I didn't believe it. Chips. Yes, lay potato chips, sodas. I thought, oh, you got to be kidding me. But I don't just listen to people. I have to do my due diligence. I have to research and I have to find it. Um, just like patents on the coronavirus. Don't tell me. I, I need to see it. I yep. go digging. Okay, so tell me this. We have U.S. patents for coronaviruses. Um, how are you able, even in Europe, I, I, today I just found a patent for Europe for coronaviruses. You can't, pat, they can't patent nature. So they're doing either two things illegal. One, it's man-made, right? To be able to make a patent. Or two, it's natural and they're illegally patenting. Which is it? Yes, yes exactly. And, 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 and I think the patent number that I had been, that I'd been given out was WG060606. And people don't even believe that that's real. And I mean, obviously you can remember it because it's 666. I mean, right. it's not hard. There, there's to, no correlation with that one, right? No, uh-uh, no. <laughs> And I think the patent was was originated um, by Bill Gates or Microsoft. It's actually awarded the patent itself is awarded to Microsoft for um, nanotechnology, um, so that you can buy and sell goods. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's there. It's biblical. It's. I mean, how much more do people need to see? And you know, I mean, I've got some, even some of my own family members, Kimberly, that still don't believe it. They they think it's not real, and they think it's you know fake and they you know and these are people that loved you know they read their bibles daily and i'm just like well can't you see that? like i i don't understand the cognitive dissonance that people are going through and it's very hard you know when you are trying to get them to realize like hey you're basically taking you know this in your body they will not tell you even what's in it and you know here you've got you know family member this maybe a, a doctor or nurse that is also you know taking it and and it's like a chain reaction and then you've got the news media that's constantly hammering it in mm -hmm. and you know i just say to people look and like you know how many people have died in your sidewalks you know that's where you have to wake up and be like how many people have died in your sidewalks and as my husband often reminds me what can you do to change you? Because we can only change ourselves. We can't really change each other. We can only educate and inform each other. That's it. And um, what can we do to change ourselves? And and I do believe that we can, you know, we can do things that you've said here today. Um, I mean, I, I, I can tell you, I'm going to look for a functional, um, functional medicine doctor and um, I'm going to report back to you and, and let you know, like, how it goes and record the process. 
and encourage others to do the same. Speaking of which, um, um, when obviously when people have health insurance, is, is this something even our health insurance covers? Because who owns the health insurance? And that's it, right? That's what's so disheartening is some tests can be approved by insurance. They're starting to approve some of these functional medicine tests and they're not cheap. That's what's very hard is you have this wonderful service you can offer the patient, but only the patients who can afford it. And in the ER, I got to take care of everybody. It didn't matter their insurance. I got to love them all. And, and yeah. that's the kind of provider I am. And so that's a struggle for me. But there are options like care credit. Like as a, as a functional medicine provider, I can see anyone from around the world. And so my, my company is um, called globalprecisionhealth.com. Okay. It's in the making. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't started it yet, but I want to treat people globally. But the downfall to it is as a family nurse practitioner with that type of license, I can only um, prescribe bioidentical you know, hormones and things like that in the state that I'm um, that I'm licensed. Here. Yes, that I'm licensed. Well, I'm, okay. licen I'm licensed in Hawaii. I'm licensed in California. I'm licensed in Washington, but I'm limited to the states where I'm licensed to be able to, you know, but supplements, I can, I can um, advise on different supplements that people are lacking and, and their gut microbiome. And there's lots of things I can still do. And then with the pieces like we can't do, then so we can have someone else around them assist them with that. Or, or maybe they can just order them from India or yeah. Italy. Yeah, I know you're probably not supposed to hear that, but hey, you know, there's yeah. other, there's other means to get things. I mean, Americans have been going over the the Canadian border for years to get their drugs ninety percent cheaper. Yeah, um, Mexico. Get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I to say we've we've been paying for everyone else's um, medicine for years, so yes. that's the reason. And and a lot of people don't understand. You know, I've got family in Europe, and they don't understand that like our drugs are really expensive here. And yes that we have been paying for, you know, the supposedly we've been paying for these drugs to be made and everything, which the reality is we know we've been paying, you know, taxes on top of them mm -hmm. um, so that we can then turn around and give our tax money to the same organizations creating yes. drugs that we really right. actually own. We should, yeah. be, we should own the patents, but instead we have Dr. Frauchi owning the owning the patents, um, whereas the American people should own the patents. Right. Um, considering we're the ones that funded, you know, everything. So go figure on that one, too. I'm still trying to figure that out, because I'll tell you this. When I sign an agreement with a client, anytime I create something for them, it's theirs. It's yeah. not I don't, I don't get any part of it unless mm -hmm. I have what's considered a licensing agreement. So I'm trying to figure out really how Dr. Frauchi actually owns um, you know, all these patents and I call him Frauchi. <laughs> thinks he's a fraud. Um, well, I'm still trying to figure out Bill Gates. Okay. He used to deal with viruses on computers. He doesn't have a medical license to practice. So how is he legally all these years going to Africa, going to Mexico and administering vaccines to, to children and adults? How come he hasn't been held accountable? If, if someone else was to do that, they would get in lots of trouble. So why hasn't he been held accountable? Why is Zuckerberg able to talk about vaccines like he has this big part of it? If yeah, I, but you're not allowed to say anything about it. On, you know, I'm, I'm curious about all of this. And, and speaking of that, Kimberly, um, in technology, we, we always, you know, there's a lot of people that know that Zuckerberg did not really create right. to begin Correct. with. Correct. You know, such a lot, you know, from the very beginning. 
um, that was rolled out the same day DARPA shut down another program. So how convenient is that? I mean, the minute we wake up to all of this, you know, where we're constantly giving information and a lot of people are, are asking me, you know, why, why aren't you on Facebook? Why don't you, uh, you didn't respond my, or you didn't respond to my Facebook message. Well, cause I'm not spending my time on meta. If you, if you want to spend your time on meta death, go right ahead. Meta means death. Right. Yes, it does. Yes. And yes, we're going to air this video there, but only because, and then it'll be taken right down. So for those right. who are watching the video, it's going to go up and it's going to go live and then it will live on BitChute or Rumble yeah. or both um, thereafter. But if you really need to know where to go, go to PatriotsPerspective.com. We'll make sure that the video stays there and live um, for as long as we possibly can until the oligarchs figure out a way to shut that down. And then we'll come back like, like whack-a-mole, you know, that game whack-a-mole. This is the way I feel. (laughs) Whack, 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 you know, one account's open, one account's closed. Okay. Open up another account, repost all of this to that. You know, it's like ridiculous. And the thing is, there's no rhyme or reason to any of it either, because, you know, they, they want to act like they have their act together, like YouTube, Facebook, all the oligarch channels, but really they don't because one, they, they let the videos stay up until they get a certain amount of views or right. a certain amount of shares, and then it's like, boom, it's yeah. out, boom, it's out. Because you know what? They want your ad money. They need your, they need mm-hmm. eyeballs. So the minute we quit spending our time there, the better off we're all going to be. I mean, so go to people's website, support their website, support their research, um, and, and learn all that you can yourself from people like Kimberly, who... Um, can at least share with us some of the things that we need to be doing to protect ourselves. So Kimberly, a really funny thing. My mother, speaking of water, she has a Kangen water machine. So, and she loves the Kangen water machine, but I'm always fussing at her because she also loves saran wrap. And I absolutely, (laughs) I don't even have saran wrap in my house. Me either. I don't want the plastic. Everything is glass. I'm like very Italian. Yes. To like, just get the glass. It's so much mm-hmm. cheaper. I don't understand. And, and then you also don't have to support the cabal family again right. every time you use up something. And I'm like, but it's, it's funny to me, the same people who don't want like in Miami, who don't want the plastic straws are also over here, like covering everything in glass. And I'm like, you yeah. guys, like, seriously, it makes zero sense whatsoever. <laughs> And you, you brought up a great thing, right? You brought up the glass. We need to be drinking and eating out of glass or ceramic. We need to be cooking out of stainless steel, not tef- exactly, out, out of Teflon. And Yes, exactly. And buy it in glass too as well. And that's hard to find. When you go into the grocery stores and you look for a bottle that is glass, it's like you're lucky if you find one. It's all plastic, right? It's that's plastic true. for a re- reason for the xenoestrogens. Yep. And I actually go to Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is pretty good here like here in Miami at least and I know in Las Vegas at, at least having a lot of glass like a lot of things in glass oh, that's but you know good. what's funny is people well, they don't want to they don't want to carry they don't want to invest either oh, it's expensive it's so too it's, but they'll mm-hmm. say oh they're so heavy oh I'm mm-hmm. just wasting the glass bottle um mm-hmm. glass can get melted down hello right. like we have not always had this glass you know right I mean, uh, plastic. We've always had plastic. We don't have not always had microwaves. Mm-hmm. Of which, what are some of the things? Because you're, I'm a grandma. You're a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that neither one of us look like grandmas. <laughs> um, so, what are some of the things that you are concerned about for your grandchildren? 
Um, I'm, I'm concerned about learning disabilities, right? Meeting the milestones. And that's why the CDC actually changed the milestones from an 18 month old, now they put it up to 30, right? Because the children have these horrific masks on their face, they're, they're missing the, the senses to be able to communicate and understand. And instead of, you know, they just keep changing the narrative to what fits them, just like the CDC changed the definition of vaccine, right? Um, they'll change the narrative to whatever's happening in that current situation. Um, and that, that's what's sad. Here, here in Hawaii, um, there's people that will just follow the narrative. They'll do whatever they're told out of fear, right? I will see a woman with her child. They're both wearing masks. I'm smiling. I'm enjoying the fresh air and the sun. And, I, you know, this is our aloha state. We're about love. Shakas, hugs, kisses, choo-hoo, right? Um, people come for that. Besides the beauty of the island, the energy is beautiful. Um, and unfortunately, we're in one of the darkest states. And I never thought that until all of this. And when I go to smile and show love and warmth and kindness, instead, these poor little children have been programmed to hug mommy's leg and they shuffle and they run away from you that you're the threat, you're the virus, you're the target, even though you're not symptomatic and you're just smiling like we used to do. Um, you know, so I worry, I worry about my granddaughter that this stuff's not going to be done by the time she's old enough. The one, I feel bad for the children um, that have to go through this. And this is always going to be a memory. It's always going to be imprint, imprinted here. You know, that, that's what breaks my heart. Um, here in Hawaii, we were the last to have our mask mandates lifted. We had it lifted on the 26th of this month. But guess what's still happening? Our children here, our keiki, still have to go to school with masks. The people in the prison have to wear masks. People on our, our city transportation still have to wear masks. Um, we're, we're out there, being, we're educating the parents. We're getting group, a group of parents together to educate them on their rights and the laws and to stand up for their children. And they're submitting affidavits, but guess what? Uh, the superintendent doesn't want to talk, right? Nobody wants to be held accountable. And when you look at their paperwork, we know mandate means um, it's a request, right? In the black laws, Dictionary, the 11th edition, mandate is a request for one person to do something. And when we agree to their request, we consented. We consented to the face masks. We consented to the lockdowns. We consented to the vaccine cards. Well, we're done consenting here. But the problem is, is we're all excited. I'm glad people get to um, breathe fresh air right now. A lot of people have chosen to wear their masks. That's their choice. Um, but there's more to come. This is just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot more to come. And so I want everyone to appreciate the moment, but unfortunately, I don't think it's going to last long. They're dangling the carrot. They're taking it back because we're starting to fight back. You know, this is part of the programming. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It is it's totally part of the programming and the MK Ultra mind control mm -hmm. um, that was developed by the USCIA um, years ago. Um, that's on public record and our yes. congressional testimony by um, Kathy O'Brien. So you guys can go look it up for those of you who don't you know, think it's real. Um, she actually made it in front of Congress to give a testimony yeah. um, regarding the mind control project. So welcome to it. And if you're complying, you're being a part. Um, and I will tell you from day one, my mother and I have not worn a mask. We have gone everywhere without a mask. Um, I, I really need to post those videos, those early on videos for people to see, you know, what we were actually like up against even here in Florida and, and had people like us not stood up, I mean, would we be freedom Florida? So um, I think that everyone needs to think about like, you know, do you want your children living in communism? Because I'll tell you, I have a lot of relationships with a lot of people in China um, that are begging us to, you know, take off the mask and, 
you know, and reject communism because they're suffering in communism. So you may think that you're helping and you're helping your neighbor. You're not. You're not helping your neighbor. You're not helping the world. I've got news for you at all. If you are complying, um, another gentleman that I also interviewed, I didn't realize in Cuba, it actually started very much with mask and mind control as well. The propaganda, they they did the same thing there. They've done the same thing everywhere throughout the world. Um, And I'll tell you who actually, some of the people who actually knew it best is actually in Pakistan. I have a team of web developers in Pakistan and I have a godson there and he um, he says, like, they've known this for years. They know mm-hmm. about, you know, all about McCain and Barry and, um, you know, about their being part of Muslim Brotherhood. I mean, so they know all about it, you know, and they're right there with it. And, and think about why they've tried to silence people um, from being able to speak, you know, from making you think, you know, that you should be scared of this guy over here. Well, if they tell you that, you should actually look the other way. Right. Because that's what they've done for years. So I think fortunately enough of us have started to do that. And, you know, things don't make sense to people. And hopefully they continue to um, wake up and really investigate things for themselves, by themselves, so that they're not brainwashed by anyone. You know, I, I say even like if you anything that Kimberly and I have said, um, go and look it up. I mean, or ask. I mean, like uh, Kimberly, you're on you're on social media. I know you probably check in at least once a day, right? I mean, for the most part. I mean, if you have a question about anything that we posted or an article, need a link to an article, just ask. I mean, I'm not, not going to get back with you. I'm not, you know, sit, standing on Facebook and like waiting for you to ask the question. So it may be a day or two before one of us respond, but at least we will. And I'll be sure to mention you um, as long as it's there. Um, but also uh, Patriot's Perspective, we have all the videos and everything that are also searchable. Um, by keywords. So you can go on there and like look up some things that I'm talking about. Um, And sometimes if I see that there's a lot of questions coming about, I will go through and actually make an article um, to answer those questions so that people have them. So Kimberly, I welcome anything that you want to publish there as well. Like if if you have any advice to help people with your business or um, any others that you may hear about, because you know, people are hungry for information and the right information from, you know, and, and just stop the bleeding in a way. Like when I say stop the bleeding, I'm just stop, you know, things that are going on. Because the minute they realize that, you know, there's more of us than there are of them, that's when they also become afraid, just like they are right now. Um, and, and, and they know that we are in the know and a lot more people are in the know. They can no longer cover things up. Um because they don't have the upper hand. Um, I do believe we're winning this battle, Kimberly. What do you think? Um, I think more people are becoming aware to their surroundings and they're starting to ask questions. Um, I can say as a healthcare provider, our Lieutenant Governor is a doctor in the emergency room. His name is Dr. Josh Green. Um, I approached him, he's running for governor. So I went to his public meeting at the Bank of Hawaii, which is from China. Um, I went there just to ask simple questions from one healthcare provider to the next. He saw me. He he did not want. He saw me and he didn't want to talk to me. And he they he had um, his bodyguards take him into the the bank and then they called the police saying that we were trespassing on private property. And I told them, no, we're not. This is a public accommodation. Is he is out here meeting and greeting and hugging everybody? I said we're just concerned citizens. He's running for governor, so we have a right to ask questions. 
um, we go out to uh, the, the stores and we do have the police called on us. Sometimes they're corrupt and they take people away and other times um, they listen to us and let us go. But we have to stand up against the mask mandates and we're educating regarding affidavits and we're educating the parents to present affidavits and to, um, how to stand up for themselves with school. So uh, we do a lot of different education from different standpoints because we all have different specialties. But like you said, we are more than happy to help everyone. Um, never uh, and the whole time I've ever had MySpace or Facebook or any of these social media sites, which I'm not a big fan of, but right now I have to use it to the best of my ability and to my advantage. Um, I've been silenced um, on Facebook. Simple things that are positive. I've been silenced for the truth. And I just got off of my Facebook jail 30 days, uh, just a couple days ago, and they're already silencing me again and threatening me again. I've been silenced on Instagram and my hand slapped and time out, even on Telegram. So nothing's safe. But what I want people to think about is why are they silencing? What happened to our freedom of speech? If we weren't a threat, there would be no reason to silence us. Right. And, and I don't want people just to believe what I say. Like you said, I want them to, to do their own due diligence and research like I had to. Yeah. I, quest, I questioned um, the pharmacy. I saw the video of the woman who wanted the, the pamphlet, right? As a healthcare provider, if I'm going to administer a vaccine, there's a pamphlet inside that I can read, and it's very detailed, front and back. I went to the pharmacy. I finally got a pharmacy to give me one, and it does say intentionally blank, but I was able to verify that as true. With yourself. Yeah, I've yeah. done some of the same things, too, because I didn't believe it at first either. You know, I did not believe that some of the things, you know, had happened or or, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, were told, oh, well, you know, like my mom and I originally would go out and, you know, there would be signs that says, you know, face mask mandatory. This is the very beginning. OK. Um, and we would not wear a face mask. And, you know, people literally it's so funny. People that were going the wrong way. Remember when they had the arrows on the floor? Yeah. We were going the <laughs> yes. wrong way. We had a protest going the wrong, you know, we're going the right way. Because I always made a point because I was like, you know, I'm going to go the right way because I already knew they were going to go the wrong way, but they were going to have on their masks, right? And right. they needed to tell you what you were doing wrong, mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, um, well, actually, you're going the wrong way. So please mm -hmm. go the right way, like back up. Yeah. And so I cannot even tell you how many times they called the police and the police would come and they're like, um, like, what, what are you here for? We would ask yeah. them, like, what are you here for? And they're like, uh, because somebody called us. Okay. All right. <laughs> Am I breaking the law? Please inform me of what law I'm breaking. Okay. And there was never be a law obviously broken. And they're like, literally, I mean, there's one video I have probably like eight officers like sitting around looking like, <laughs> and this is like during like Christmas season, 2021, not 21, 20, 2020. Um, literally like people are like, but, and then we would have people come and like hug us and like, you know, for standing up and trying to high five and asking us, how the biggest question I've been asked is, how did you take off your mask? Um, I never put one on. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy to take it off when you never put one on because you don't comply and you know it's bad for you. Okay, mm -hmm. I mean, if we have enough common sense to know, okay, this is not about our neighbors. They want you to think that again. If they tell you we're all in this together, it means because mm -hmm. they're all in it together and they. Right. All yeah, they're all in it together. They want you to think we're all in it together, but they're right. all in it together. And 
if they tell you that it's good for you, it's probably bad for you. Yep. You remember these same people also have the cancer centers. Yeah. These same people also didn't stop AIDS coming about either. These same people made the LGBTQ, RJK, LMNOP people, like they could have stopped AIDS back in the day. We already know yeah. that from Dr. Judy Mikovits, who worked with Dr. Frauchi, okay, that they could have stopped this back in the day. They did it. They, they chose not to, okay? We have to realize that. These same people that other people are listening to, they chose not to stop this. They also vaccinated all or tried to a lot of India, girls yep. in India. Mexico. And Africa and Mexico. I mean, they did yep. they trial cases everywhere. Uh, they're doing it with the Philippines right now. Mm-hmm. One of my goddaughters there, they won't get, they won't let them go anywhere. And, and, you know, they're part of the poor. Yep. You know, let's put it this way. She's brought herself out of poverty with working with me. But the thing is, they really, really, really try to put the people who are in poverty and same yep. here in Miami, like you were saying, the people who have to ride the buses, they still have to wear the mask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because supposedly, um, Beijing Biden told them so. Okay. Well, there's no law for it still. So if you're riding a bus or any kind of public transportation with a mask on, simply make the police come mm-hmm. push, push, push them into an arrest. I guarantee you, you will have an attorney in no time, but you have to do it because I mean, I'll tell you, I've, ne- I've never been even been approached on, I've ridden uh, barter rail. I've ridden all kinds of rail systems all over the United States and never had an approach off of any kind of metro other than the airplanes. That's it. You know, I, I read the city bus um, to go to one of our rallies in town and I was meant to go on that bus. It took longer to get there, but I thought I'm just going to hop on this and go for the ride. I'm standing here. And I was meant to go on that bus because I met a young couple, a beautiful couple. And we sat in the back and we started talking and um, she had both of the Moderna. She was a college student. And since her second Moderna, she started having seizures, multiple seizures. She wasn't getting worked up for it. Ironically, she was having seizures on the bus when I was there. I was able to drop her mask down, monitor her airway. And um, the bus driver, he was doing his job, right? He's doing what he's told. So he screams back at her to put her mask on. And I said, sir, I'm sorry. She will not be putting her mask on. She's having seizures back here. Um, and I was able to monitor her. She was safe. I didn't have to call 911 to send her to the emergency room or anything. Um, but it's just so heart-wrenching to see, you know, what about what about the babies that these huge masks are on? What about people who can't take these masks off themselves? When all of us get our, our brain says, hey, I need oxygen. I'm, I'm not getting oxygen in my brain. We pull our mask down to breathe. There are people that aren't able to do that for themselves. And we're causing a lot of harm and danger there to them. Um, well, human rights attorney Lee Dundas um, actually did a video of a story that um, a Chinese family in China told her about their daughter because, you know, a lot of people don't realize in China they they have to wear masks yes. um, in a lot of places. Um, and it's awful. I mean, like literally it is absolutely awful. And um, their daughter actually died running in a park with a mask on. Yeah. So, and, 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 and her medical records actually said it was from lack of oxygen so it's no joke. And, you know, and, and like I said, when people that's one of one of my YouTube channels got a strike for that video because I re 
publish that video. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if it weren't true, why would they not worry about right. it? We even said, oh, this is a possibility. But you know what? They don't even want you thinking about that or finding out about it because they just want to silence it. Well, and that that's a concern here in Hawaii. We don't have AC. We don't have um, air conditioned in most of our um, schools here. Uh, they're poorly ventilated. The children are out in the hot sun playing and they're losing sweat, right? They're losing fluid and electrolytes and now they're being deprived of oxygen. They're having yeah. headaches. They're having dizziness. They're being yelled at when they're symptomatic, trying to breathe and being forced, forced and coerced to put those masks back on. And that's that's, why we're fighting for our children. That's right. And that's what I was going to say. Like when I was asking you earlier about your grandchildren, it's, you know, you don't want them raised with this because it is such a communist tactic. And you also don't want to have to worry that they are, you know, they're being in school, they're being taunted or anything because, you know, they don't have their mask pulled up the right way or they don't have the right mask. Let's talk about like, you know, think about like when it even comes to wardrobes, you know, um, when I say wardrobes, you know, like clothing that you wear to school, the apparel, the uniforms, mm-hmm. you know, um, think about like back in the day, uh, you know, if you didn't have a certain something, you know, you were an outcast. Now it's like if you don't have a certain mask, you're yes. an outcast. The, really? kids are, the kids are being segregated and they're crying. You know, they're committing suicide over this. And this yeah. is what they want. Right. All these sweet, innocent, beautiful children that are being harmed by something they shouldn't even be wearing that's not even protecting them and saving their life and looking out for their best interests and their well-being. It's so disheartening. It really is. Well, Kimberly, listen, I know that your time is limited. I just want to thank you so much for all the advice, man. You have given us so much advice. I hope that I can have you back on um, as a regular guest um, so that people can ask their questions. So everybody below, if you'll make sure that you comment, Um, on this video. Make sure that you comment on Patriot's Perspective um, below the video, and I will make sure that we ask the questions. Kimberly, next time, um, I really, really thank you. And listen, thank you for just making a shift in your career um, to help us all, because that's going to be a huge help. I mean, I'm hoping I can, you know, be one of your first patients too in the meantime. Uh, so make sure you get that license in Florida. Cause I know a lot of people here that would want to, that would want to, to work through you. And I'm sure we can get our tests and everything in other places. That's awesome. So congratulations on thank that. You. And thank everybody, you. thank you so much for listening in. And Kimberly, can you tell everybody where to find you? Um, on Facebook, you can find me under my name, Kimberly Kopachek. Um, on Instagram, I'm under Nurse Kim Hawaii, also Kimberly Kopachek. Um, on Telegram, I'm under um, Nurse, Hawaii, Nurse Kim Hawaii, and it's also under Kimberly Kopachek. I'm on TikTok and other things, but honestly, I can't keep up with all this social media. Right. But I do, anyone that messaged me, I have had people see our little videos that we've done locally, all of us that lost our jobs. And I've had people contact me from all around the world. It's just been amazing to be able to help people. And we're not having to reinvent the wheel, right? We're all coming in with love and support for one another. And I appreciate that, that we're coming from all over to help each other. So if anyone has any questions, I, like you said, I am more than happy to help because we want, we want to support each other in this difficult time of need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whether you're just waking up, you've been awake, share this with your, your family and friends. Maybe just maybe it's the one thing that will get them to listen, um, especially the health advice, if nothing else, um, that Kimberly has given. So thank you guys all for joining us. And remember, do unto others as you would have others do unto you.
Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody. We love you and look forward to seeing you on the next broadcast. Aloha. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.